Welcome back to another Dispatch from Holly McKay. We are looking for answers today, and specifically, we're looking for answers to an ambush that occurred in Niger in 2017. Answers from the wife of someone who died. So, Holly, tell us a little bit more about this incident and what's going on. Yeah, so I remember when this happened very clearly, I remember um, at the time being in, in my newsroom in New York City and um, sort of hearing from another friend that sort of had translated something in French and said, you know, I think there was some sort of incident with US soldiers um, sort of in Niger near the border of Mali. And I remember at the time going to the editor and she looked at me and said, why have we have soldiers there? And so it did. What happened was it created this incredible cascade. So and sadly, what happened was on October 4th, 2017, um, a group of, of US Green Berets had gone sort of on a, on a mission and they'd been ambushed by, by rebels that were loyal to the ISIS faction in that particular region. And <coughs> excuse me, several of the Green Berets were killed in this ambush. And it was a, you know, incredibly devastating Thing. It was the biggest loss of life in the region since uh, since the Black Hawk Down incident in Somalia, which was exactly, you know, it happened pretty much exactly to the day, um, you know, back in 1992. And so it, it raised a lot of red flags as to where exactly the U.S. was operating um, and why we, we had troops there. So I got to know um, within the last couple of years, I got to know a lovely woman by the name of Michelle Black and one her husband, uh, Green Beret Staff Sergeant Brian Black um, was killed in that particular ambush. And so I communicated with Michelle sort of a lot um, over the time and, and she wrote an incredible book uh, which came out last year. But what really I think has been a hard pill for Michelle to swallow is how things were basically covered up um, by the Pentagon and how she felt that she never got the real answers as to what happened to her husband. And, and then in the end, um, I guess the impetus of the book was to, to go and do her own digging and to go and talk to other people that were on the ground and involved in the mission. And she came up with you know, a very different sort of uh, set of narratives than what was being presented by the DOD to the public. Okay, well, um, why were we there? It uh, this was during the period of ISIS, where we had started expanding, looking for ISIS cells around the planet. And um, I guess they found some in Africa. Well, yeah. So what really happened was that they were essentially there to, to kind of, I guess, you know, quote unquote, assist and advise the local troops in the area to support them into being able to better fight um, some of these terrorist groups. But there were also a lot of questions about why the, the man was sort of so unprepared um, going on this mission into an area that that, you know, was or should have been a sort of a cause for concern. So just to backtrack a little bit, um, the DOD did launch a, a six month investigation and essentially concluded in its report with a lot of redacted portions, um, that the 11 person army team had made crucial blunders in mission planning and execution, and basically said that there was no single failure or deficiency um, for in, and there was no particular you know, person to kind of blame, but essentially all the blame was put on the men who were dead um, and that the American personnel were killed by small arms fire. 
Um, but that sort of didn't sit well, I think, even with a lot of um, investigative journalists who were in the region. Um, and so I think for Michelle, that was just a huge blow because she knew her husband well and she knew uh, the sort of meticulous uh, officer that he was and that he would not have gone into a situation, um, you know, unprepared or, or done things that were in any way against the command. Um, so that really was a pause for thought to her and, and she had to kind of go back and look at a lot of what happened and and even basic things like Pentagon officials kind of said that the team was outnumbered three to one. Well, the later findings um, really said that the figure was more likely 10 to one. Um, so there were just a lot of cover-ups that happened and, and it was very hard, I think, for her to kind of piece together why um, and this seems to be a running theme that we, we see a lot in, in the US military, unfortunately, is there's always a lack of accountability. Um, you know, if things happen, civilians are shot, civilians are blown up, whatever it may be. And there is sort of never really seems to be a huge amount of accountability for that. And I think that is, you know, someone on the outside, that is something that is very frustrating. Yeah. So when you when you look at that, as I as I look through the, the the incident up a little bit more um it's basically sounds like we completely underestimated what was going on and you know a 10 to 1 ratio versus a 3 to 1 ratio estimate from one to final that's not as unusual as people uh, would think because uh, the, the US, actually every military has run into miscalculations as to how severe the, the, uh, the other side is at any given time. But in this case, it sounds like it, it, it wound up in a, in a tragedy. Was anything done in terms of improving US operations characteristics in the aftermath of this so that it wouldn't happen again? I mean, I don't really think so. And that's sort of one thing that Michelle um, wants to take into her own hands. And she's um, in the process of setting up her own sort of foundation that is going to specifically focus on um, ensuring accountability and, and supporting families and in, in trying to, to get to the truth and get to the facts. And she certainly doesn't want to see when you're already going through that much pain of losing a spouse. And um, the last thing that you want is a for you know, you're supposed to kind of be blamed for something and then second of that um you know you just want the truth and you want the correct answers and you want your questions answered correctly and that is something she felt she was deprived of and so i think her goal um with the new foundation is to really um you know hold uh, these these uh investigators put their feet to the fire and and one question you know one thing she really wants to see changed is this idea of uh, units investigating themselves or, or um, that these things aren't necessarily always done independently. So if an incident happens in the Air Force, you usually have a, um, a team within the Air Force that's sort of investigating itself. And, and in sort of Michelle's purview, that is something that she um, doesn't feel very strongly about. Okay. Well, um, well that's a, a, a clearly a, a debate of outside to inside. Now you've worked with a lot of these uh, with the military in the past, and is do you share that view from the point of view of her advocacy, or is uh, does the military have a case to be made here from a balance standpoint that says you know their investigators try to be as professional as possible and 
maybe that's all there is to it that you know sometimes yeah bad things I happen think, in war yeah i think it certainly is and i think you know cover-ups are, are the exception not the norm but um but i think there should be no space for it and i think if we look back certainly in my years of reporting um, we can we can all sort of point to many incidences where um, I think things were were not as transparent as they should be. I certainly talked to I remember one case of talking to a a, uh, a lovely woman whose sister was killed in in Iraq in the early days, and it turned out that she was put into a unit, um, you know, with her an ex partner of hers, which should never happen, and that there was a domestic incident, um, and that he had um, allegedly you know, shot her whilst they were just sort of downrange. And then of course it was sort of covered up to be um, not you know, the situation that it was. And that you know, she said when the body came back that, that um, they sort of lied about the number of bullets that were received and the body came back, there was even a bun that was sort of glued to the back of her head and her sister sort of looked at it and said, that is not my sister, that it's not my sister's hair, I should say. Um, So, you know, there are so many sort of incidences like that. Um, I can sort of speak more recently even to Afghanistan last year when that family um, had, you know, been bombed and and seven children and were killed um, in what sort of the White House at the time was lauding as, as some ISIS operative that was about to bomb Hamid Karzai airport. Um, and of course, you know, thanks to journalists on the ground and to people asking questions, um, that was certainly proven to not have been the case. That was innocent civilians and children that were killed. Um, then of course, when the uh, DOD's investigated itself, nobody was held accountable. And they said, basically, nobody was responsible. And to me, that was very shocking, because you can't, kill seven children in a house in Kabul and say that nobody was to sort of blame for that. And unfortunately, we, we do see that a lot. And I think the US is the sort of the biggest and strongest military in the world. Um, there, there's a degree of transparency that, that needs to happen. And I don't, as I said, majority of the situations, yes, but there is always that exception where it doesn't happen. And I think that is where uh, things need to change. Okay. Well, very good. Well, that is a, a very interesting report with a couple of, I think in this interview anyway, a balanced look at uh, the, the back and forth of how the situations evolve and how cloudy and mucky war actually is and how mistakes happen. And um, the placing of the blame is um, the, for the survivors. For the people that are caught in the incident and killed by it, you know, their their time, may they rest in peace. Thank you, Holly, for 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 taking time to cover this and talk about it. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Dennis.